Oh, hey there. Welcome back to Sermons in Cars. My name's Tyler. I'm one of your hosts. Hope this finds you well today, wherever you're tuned in from. Hey, we're just getting this, this journey started. Hopefully you've been uh, challenged, encouraged, inspired, uh, nudged to continue on your faith journey, whatever questions and doubts you might have. We all have them. The truth is, do we acknowledge them and do we wrestle with them? Hey, do this. We don't have any fancy production value around here. There's not going to be any um, icons or fancy things that pop up. But if you would, maybe a like and subscribe. You've, if you've watched YouTube anytime at all, you've heard people say that. Like and subscribe. It really does actually help uh, some more people interact with this that um, are walking this faith journey and asking big questions. Today, today, this episode is entitled, The Holy Suck. Wait, what? The Holy Suck? What is that all about? Well, glad you tuned in. Glad that you're here. We're going to dive in to what that is and what that means. But first, a word about beliefs and uh, the things that we believe in and say are true. There's this example, maybe you've heard it before, uh, when there's traditions in a family, sorry, it's a little sunny here. Uh, there's traditions in families that are passed down generation after generation, and there's not really a rhyme or reason why something is done. It's just, well, that's the way we've always done it. Like maybe it's at Thanksgiving and you cut the ends off of the ham, but nobody really knows why. It's just, well, mom used to do that and her mom and my great grandma, and that's just what we've always done and so it's kind of gotten passed down and maybe there's even a reason associated with some of the things that we do or believe and those really aren't based in truth or reality it's just something that's been said that's been said it becomes this grand game of telephone and so you know we're diving into a number of topics over the coming episodes of things that we've assumed or always said oh yeah that's true that maybe it's actually not founded in real scriptural truth. So here, here's the thing uh, that I want to discuss today. The Holy Suck, also known as rapture theology. The rapture or dispensationalism maybe is another fancy word for it, but I grew up with the tradition that one day at an unknown time there was going to be a rapture, that we were going to be sucked up, taken away out of here, you know, clothes would be left behind, cars that were driving down the road, those people are going to disappear. If, God forbid, there was an airplane pilot that was, you know, piloting a plane and, and he was raptured, oh my goodness, like, so I grew up with this understanding in theology, and then comes along a little series called Left Behind, and then there's been film adaptations and films, that, movies that have been released, and, and so it became this entire thing around the rapture. Um, and I'll never forget the first church I was on staff at, I was talking uh, with one of my coworkers and we were talking about different things from our, our background beliefs. And he kind of smirked and started laughing. And he goes, oh, you're one of them. And I said, what? And he said, you believe in this thing called the rapture. And he said, I I never believed in that. I never grew up with that. I said, what? Really? And he goes, oh no. He goes, we used to actually laugh 
at people that had that belief system. He said, here, read this book and it'll give you so much clarity. That book, and maybe we can figure out a way to provide a link for it or something. That book was called The Rapture Exposed by Barbara Rossing. The Rapture Exposed by Barbara Rossing. Here's what I discovered. See what had been taught to me and what I understood to be just, you know, as, as orthodox and 2,000 years old as all these other things that I had come to understand and believe about Scripture and Jesus and all that was actually very recent. It came about 200 years ago. What? Some guy named John Nelson Darby developed this whole belief system around a rapture some 200 years ago by a young woman who had this dream. Again, I don't want to get into all of it. It's 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 right there. And, and as I'm reading this book, I'm discovering something that I had believed was as true as the sky is blue and all these other things. It was, no, it was actually very, very recent. And what happened, and don't miss this, is when somebody formed a particular belief or um, um, theology around something, what then happened is people went to scriptures and pulled those out and said, oh, it actually is talking about and means this. You know, the, the one will be taken and one will stay. And again, I don't wanna, I'm not, I can't, don't have time to unpack all of that but that's not what those scriptures actually referenced. And the rapture was actually not something that the early church fathers, the disciples, hadn't been believed for nearly 1800 years. So that's one small example of when we hold things loosely or we're open to, to learning or rethinking or understanding what goes into beliefs or theology or whatever, It'll be hard and challenging, sure. I'd grown up with that for, you know, 25 years nearly, understanding this thing called the rapture. And then when I read this book and hear from other scholars and Bible um, people who are way smarter than I ever will be, that says, oh yeah, that's, that's very, very new. That's a new thing. That's in the last couple hundred years. And then you start reading more and go, oh yeah, wait a second. The, the great hope isn't that we're going. The great hope is that he's returning, that he's coming. Oh, oh, oh yeah, when you read Genesis 1 and 2, and God's creating both earth and animals and soil and water and the sky and us, he's calling them good. Well, he actually calls us very good. So the great hope, the, the thing that we place our hope in isn't that we're getting out of here. No, it's actually that, that Jesus is one day returning and he's going to restore and redeem and reconcile all things. Uh, I'll leave you with this last little joke. One of my greatest influence, greatest influences in pastors, and he's an author, Brian Zahn tells this joke. He says, you know, so many people I think still hold on to and believe in this notion of a rapture. And my fear is, is that we're going to somehow be expecting and going up and Jesus is going to be coming down and saying, Hey, where, where are you going? I'm actually coming back here to earth to, to be with you and to restore and reconcile things. I get it. Rethinking your beliefs, re-examining why you believe what you believe, holding things open-handed and loosely and being okay and willing to shift and evolve and change. It's not an easy thing at all, but remember this, it's not a house of cards. 
If something you discover or something you rethink shifts or changes, it doesn't mean that it's not an all or nothing proposition. It doesn't mean the whole Bible collapses upon itself. It doesn't mean that your faith is now invalid or doesn't work anymore. It just means that there's areas in your life that we are should all be stretched to rethink, to shift, to change, to hold loosely. So may you, my friends, my fellow journeyers, my thinkers, the, the questioners, the doubters, may you continue to hold all things loosely and be willing to rethink things in light of Jesus. All right, until next time, be well. God bless you. Don't be